All right, welcome back to Miserable and Reckless, a podcast presented by the Cold Cans Network. We're bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Make sure to follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter. Go on over to Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. And give us five stars, great review, and subscribe while you're at it. Check out the YouTube channel and go on to the new blog, coldcansnetwork.com, miserable-reckless.com. Check out the we have the podcasts uh, embedded there as well as some uh, written content there for you to check out as well. All right, moving into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Morgan, what you got? Well, let's see. My good, bad, and the ugly. Oh, good. Uh, my dad came this past weekend and hung out, got to see the kids. Um, he really enjoyed that. Him and Brody sat on the couch and was watching a good portion of the Xfinity race Saturday. And uh, he was showing him on his phone as an app that you can download and you can um, select a driver and uh, kind of see what they see out, out their windshield. I don't know if you've heard of that, Ryan, or not. Nope. I haven't. Can, like he, he selected uh, Jeb Burton's uh, cam oh. and it just kind of shows you like what they're seeing as they're driving. You can hear the engine and everything. It's actually pretty cool. It's cool. So they, they're the birdies just staring at it the whole time like, oh, oh. <laughs> so he, he enjoyed that um bad i had a, a good friend of mine uh he's a few years older than me but uh hung in the same circles he passed away this past weekend uh, or actually yeah, yesterday um still unsure of uh, the cause of death but his wife passed away years ago and uh they both left uh two small children now so I'm not sure how what's going on with all that, if grandparents are involved. But uh, yeah. all right, man. That's not a good situation. No, it's um and ugly just work. I'm just gonna say the word work. <laughs> and leave it Fair. at that. I'm just that up. <laughs> I think we all have times we can relate to that. Uh, it's been a very Monday Tuesday for me, so I feel you, Morgan. All right, uh, Ryan, good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, it's been a short week since we last recorded, as you just alluded to. We recorded on a Friday, and we recorded on a Tuesday tonight. So Tuesday night special. So uh, Couldn't get enough of me. <laughs> so I've had to come up with... Uh, some quick ones here. My good is, is, is pretty simple. Um, it was a relaxing weekend. Um, as Morgan alluded to, enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed the races. Keep it simple. Um, it was nice to have that back. It was nice to have that on. It was nice that they weren't rain delayed. It was nice that there wasn't a bunch of other crap that went on. I think last year, the Daytona 500, they had like a six hour rain delay or something in the middle of it. So whatever. Um, so that was good. Leave it at that. My bad really have a bad um i was gonna try and be petty about basketball but i'll just i watched the carolina game last night my bad is that i can't really get involved i never really get involved too much anymore besides the football team and the lacrosse team but carolina basketball team leaves something to be desired i'll just leave it at that they won last night against louisville um louisville's a 500 team we should probably be out competing and out out athleting Louisville, in my opinion, um, it seems like it's Armando Baycott and the rest of the team. So, uh, not really looking forward to that Duke game on March 5th. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and then my ugly Morgan, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll throw a, a, a bone your way. Work is, is a little bit, it, it always seems like the six weeks between January 1st. And, uh, I was telling my wife this tonight and like right around the time the Daytona 500 happens sucks for the weather. It sucks for um, everybody's, you know, New Year's, you know, ideas. Uh, I, recently, people have done this sober January thing. That's a terrible idea, clearly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just and then, of course, you've got your bosses that, you know, have decided that they've got a whole bunch of money to spend and they got a whole bunch of deadlines to hit. So let's just rush and rush with everything. So, yeah, my ugly is like, can everybody chill out? We all know that these eight weeks suck. And then for the next 10 months, we're good. Right. We've got like the Masters and the Kentucky Derby and all sorts of other fun stuff and nice weather. And usually the majority of the birthdays, sorry, Dustin, 
and everything else going throughout the year. And then we've got the 4th of July and we got a bunch of fun shit, but for these eight weeks, it sucks. So that's my shitty ugly for this week. We're almost there. Let's just also throw in an extra. There's no pitchers and catchers reporting. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up. (laughs) So got got that going for us. College college baseball. We're, We're a college podcast, right? So we're we're all in on college baseball this year. Hundred percent. Hokies are knocking some home runs the other day. Hey, Duke's ranked top twenty-five. College baseball, it's the game of the people. People should follow it more. Check out the article I wrote on that on ColcansNetwork.com. All right, Dustin, <laughs> go ahead, Morgan. I was gonna say real quick. The only time college baseball, the only time you'll see majority of the ACC all ranked. Yeah, actually, yeah. There's quite a few ACC teams. (laughs) Too bad nobody watched it. (laughs) Unlike the basketball. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Historically bad year for the conference and states and dead fucking last. All right, Dustin, good, the bad, and the ugly. That's two curse words. We can. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We we can do uh, the basketball wrap up soon, where everybody can complain about their year except for me. Um. My good, bad, and ugly is all wrapped up in one COVID hit our house, uh, which was, you know, it could have been worse, could have been better. Um, started with daycare, went to my kid who was, she was fine. Um, so that was good, I guess. Um, then eventually worked its way to me. I had a day or two where I was, you know, worn out and head hurting and that kind of thing, but. I guess the upside is once you got now that we're on the other side of it, um, I guess we got that super immunity and like we can do whatever we want now, right? Like there's no rule. Like it doesn't matter anymore. Um, that's, what I, that, that's what I heard on TV anyway. That's, that's I heard it from heard. Dr. Joe Rogan. <laughs> there's no rules. So, you know, it's upsides and downsides. Could have been way worse. I'm happy that it wasn't any worse than it was. Um, happy to be feeling better. Um, and the only thing, other thing I'll add, maybe a funny, if you will. And I think it, my wife sent this to me and I was going to bring it up last week, but <clears throat> didn't get to because of COVID. Um, the Super Bowl halftime show, I remember like we mentioned to Logan, like, oh man, we're so excited for this. You know, Dr. Dre and Eminem and like, Logan was like, man, you and your generation. Like, wow, like y'all are all worked up about this. Same thing, people in his office who were in our age range or whatever was the same way. <laughs> My wife sent me a meme about a week ago where it was basically like everybody, you know, born in the 1980s. Uh, it even pushed it into the 90s, but I would claim it as the 80s. It's like, oh, yes, finally a Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, not for old people, you know, like you two and, and Tom Petty and like all these people. And then, like two seconds later, it hits you, like, "Oh, you're the old people now." <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so, can, I riff, I, can I riff on that for a second? Because I yeah. heard the killer. I heard the killers and our pod favorite Kings of Leon on the classic rock station the other day. Yep. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, that's a <laughs> that is a 2005 song. That is not a throwback." I also like to play Blink-182 on um, Classic Rock Radio these days. Mm. Yep. The the station I listen to does not do that. (laughs) CCR and Led Zeppelin, who have been delegated to the oldies. (laughs) But it all pushes back. Yeah, yeah, it does a little bit, but I just, it kind of struck me. I was like, oh. I guess we are the old people now, now that we're the ones getting halftime shows that we actually like. So anyway, I, I didn't see, or I did watch half watch some of the Super Bowl, but I actually paid full attention to the halftime show and very much enjoyed it. So take that younger people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess that leaves me. Uh, start good. The NC State women's basketball team uh, once again finished the regular season and um, with with a really good year. This they finished first in the fake regular season title that the ACC does not recognize, but they did finish number one in the final regular season standings. Uh, first time either the men's or the women's basketball team has done that in like 32 years. 
Um, so they'll have the number one seed in the ACC tournament for that again. Expect big things out of them. See if they can win a third straight ACC women's basketball title. Hats off to the Lady Pack. Um, second good is um, I, I got to bring it up again because what, last week when we recorded on Friday, Tommy White, freshman uh, NC State first baseman, Tommy Tanks, dude hit three home runs in his first collegiate game. It's two more over the weekend, hit five dingers in his first three games, went nine for 14, drove in 12 runs. And then today, in the midweek game against High Point, gets two more uh, hits to go along with it and drove in a couple more RBIs. Like, dude, the monster. Can't wait to keep watching uh, Tommy Tanks throughout the season. So he's, he's launching them. All right, now, <clears throat> go ahead. I guess I can't wait to see him get drafted by the Rays. Excel, watch them bring him up, groom him really well, and then lose him to the Yankees on a 10 year deal. <laughs> and then he stops playing well. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then the, the, my last one is, is kind of a funny, it was something somebody said on Twitter about Tommy Tanks. He is, anybody who hasn't seen this guy, he's like, looks like this really big, kind of like country boy looking dude with a mullet. And his, like, uh, his promo photos and his promo gift that was made by the social media team is him kind of like flexing and, taking his gold chain and like biting it and everything. They said, this is the most, if you had to picture a guy that is an athlete for NC state, it's Tommy white. And I was like, I can't argue with that. <laughs> it's, it's a hundred percent. He looks like he plays baseball at NC state mullet and all. So is he Jock Peterson jr. Well, he, he's not wearing pearls yet. We'll see. <laughs> Great. But yeah, keep an eye out on that kid. Cause he's, he's mashing the bar right now. But why doesn't he get a name image likeness deal with one of these Coinbase or whatever? And then they can use the hashtag to the moon for all of his moonshots. That would be that would actually be awesome. That would actually be awesome because like I said, the kid's got five right now. And the single season record for NC State player is 25. He's four games into the year. Like he's on pace to set that record if he doesn't go through a freshman slump. So we'll see. And then he doesn't hit another home run for the rest of the season. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that would be a very freshman thing the to slump's do. coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> now <laughs> let's hope not but all right so that's the good the bad and the ugly let's move into the nascar update because it's back racing's back daytona last weekend ryan give us the update <laughs> a nascar update it's the weekend look ahead what's going on it just morphed into the nascar update because we have two dads and a guy who stays home <laughs> pretty much podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We had the Daytona 500. It was enjoyable to watch. Um, we had a first-time winner, so that was cool. Uh, I thought the racing was cool. They had a brand-new car. Um, so that was kind of unique. I'm not going to go into all the particulars because I don't think people care. There's a lot more downforce. What that means is that it sticks to the track, and it creates cool different wind around the car, aero package, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's important at Daytona when you're going that fast. Um, where they go this week is California. That's always interesting. Jeff Gordon usually makes some sort of appearance since he's a California boy. Um, I did. Oh, I forgot that. I texted you guys this. You'll, you'll laugh at this. That he was, uh, I texted you guys this already, but he was on the pregame for the Daytona 500. And I guess he took on some new role as like the vice president or the chairman or whatever. Chairman extraordinaire of, uh, in case you can't tell, I don't have a lot of uh, love for Jeff Gordon. Anyways, he took on some new role at Hendrick Motorsports, and I guess he's Rainbow pretty much, warrior. yeah, he's he's Rainbow Warrior, Sir Rainbow Warrior to uh, Mr. <laughs> H's, uh, you know, first place, you know, owner or whatever. Anyways, he's like the second in command, and they asked him what exactly he did at Hendrick. I think it was either Clint Boyer or uh, who's an old racer known for his mouth or uh, Tony Stewart. I think it was Tony Stewart that asked him. He goes, so what exactly do you do at Hendrick nowadays? Just uh, walk around and uh, shake hands and, and just get money. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I can't wait for this answer. And he couldn't answer it. He had no, he had no like answer for what he does. I'm like, I need, I need this job in NASCAR. If all you do is just walk around and like, look like a little bit, I mean, I'm not really interested in looking like a pretty boy, but so if that's the, my if, ask. If the number's right, I'll do it. Well, there you go. As Ted DiBiase used to say, every man has his price. <laughs> So my NASCAR update is that they made fun of Jeff Gordon. We had the Daytona 500. It wasn't rain delayed, which is a, a great success. And uh, if you want to watch this week, watch. Uh, I think we're out in California for what they call the West Coast Swing. It's California, Vegas, and Phoenix, although I don't remember the order. And if you want to read my really sappy 
uh, blog post about why you should go to Daytona, go to our blog. You'll figure out which one it is. Colcansnetwork.com, miserable-reckless.com. But I'm going to take you there. Check it out. His, uh, his blog on Daytona 500 is titled More Than a Feeling. So head on over. All right. So I guess that's uh, unless you guys have anything fun or captivating you're doing this weekend. Anybody? Uh, nope. No. Yeah, me neither. All right. So moving on <laughs> away from the formerly weekend update, now the uh, NASCAR update this week. Moving into the Southern Spotlight, where we highlight a specific Southern business person or thing, and it's back to me this week. So um, as anyone who has listened to any random episode of this knows that I am a big fan of barbecue, in particular, North Carolina Eastern-style uh, barbecue, vinegar-based. There's a place that I haven't highlighted yet that's one of the many barbecue restaurants around here that I like to, uh, to be a patron of, and it's a place called Old Time Barbecue. It's, um, it's this little, it looks like, uh, honestly, it looks like a, a trailer that got taken off its axle and set down on the side of the road. And it was it was opened, I think, I want to say in like the early 90s. But it used to be like a mile and a half from my college apartment where I lived for four years. It was one of the first like barbecue restaurants we ate at when I moved here back in 2012. And um, it's got really good food, good mac and cheese. And um, there was one cool promotion they did about four years ago where it was their 25th anniversary. And they put everything you could get. It was limited to one per, uh, deal per person, but you could get a full meal for the price that it was in 1992. So nice. yeah, it was pretty sick. Like I went in there and we paid like four bucks for the, uh, for the meal that I had killer, killer deal. Um, especially in the day of seven and a half percent inflation where we're all filling it everywhere from the gas pump to the grocery store. It was nice, uh, to think back on a simpler time when I was paying the 1992 price prices for one meal. So if you're ever in Raleigh, you want some good, uh, Eastern North Carolina vinegar based barbecue. Um, you can check out any of the places we've mentioned, but for this week, check out old time barbecue. Looks like a hole in the wall, but that's a lot of times the best food. Old were you in 1992? I was not born. <laughs> I was two years going, from being from existing. <laughs> going back to a simpler time, <laughs> meals were four dollars, and I wasn't born yet. <laughs> and the Redskins were good, <laughs> and they were the Redskins. Anyways, old time barbecue. <laughs> old time barbecue. <laughs> All right, bringing it back into the Southern 64 with 32 flavors, we got down to the Elite Eight. So bringing up the graphic here to go down to the the tournament we have. All right, Ryan, take it away. All right, guys. So this week, we're going to try and knock our Elite Eight down to a Final Four. And I am not really looking forward to this. I think this is going to be a little bit challenging for us. Why don't we just dive right into it? We've got, for those that haven't been listening, we've got the music category, we've got the sports category, we've got drinks category, and we've got the Southern Sayings category. If you're wondering how in the hell did you all come up with this, well, these are the things we care about, and this is a podcast about all things the South. So um, when we don't have college football to talk about, which is the most Southern thing, then we have to fill time with Southern culture. <laughs> so... Southern culture is music, sports, drinks, and sayings, as far as we're concerned. It's definitely things we've done episodes on in the past. So we're down to our and elite will eight. in the future. Right? <laughs> so we're down to our elite eight. Um, two each for each category. So we have for music, we have the four seed Alan Jackson going up against the two seed Alabama, as is usually the format here. I just go kind of randomly around. So Logan. You're second down on the little box that I can see. What are your thoughts? So my music man. All right. So Alan Jackson versus Alabama, two legendary bands in the history of country music. One encapsulated the eighties and one arguably encapsulated the nineties and had a resurgence in the early two thousands. Big fans of both these uh, bands. I um, mean, it's like Dustin said last uh, time that we voted on music. I mean, it's, it's hard to listen to Alabama's multitude of hits and not love it. But that being said, for me, it's pretty simple. It's a small town Southern man, Alan Jackson, because it's, it's just the, with me being a nineties baby, as we pointed out earlier, uh, on the last segment, Alan Jackson was very much a big part of my childhood. And I've said it many times that when me and my friends from Renegade Rapids are all hanging out together and the opening riff Chattahoochee comes on, uh, we all just can't hide our redneck side. So Alan Jackson, it is. All right. All right. 
Respectable. Morgan. That's a Out. tough one. But um I got to go for Pyramid of Candle and Bell Moonlight. Fellas. Alan <laughs> Jackson. All right. Fair enough. That's two for Alan Jackson. Dustin, we'll go to you next. We may have the uh, deciding vote here. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty simple. It's going to be Alan Jackson. He's on my Mount Rushmore country stars. I love Alabama. Um, don't get me wrong. Very, very much one of my favorite bands. However, Alan Jackson's on another level. Um, small town Southern man himself deserves to be in the final four. All right. Well, that's that. Um, that's three votes for Alan Jackson, which is unfortunate because the correct answer is Alabama. So well, your, um, count your vote doesn't count carpetbagger. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you could not take my word for it, but as I was watching Marty and McGee live from Daytona this weekend, they pointed out the cheap seats is the greatest song that is ever written. We're not taking Oh, no. We're, we're not taking Not even word close. Word, so okay. No way. Maybe, I didn't maybe say it. I didn't say it. Maybe, they said it at Daytona. That's all I'm saying. Maybe when you're about 15 deep in the cheap sheet seats in Myrtle Beach, you might feel that way. But any other time in life, uh, no, sir. No. Let me, let me tell, you, tell you real, real quick why, um, while I respect Marty Smith's opinion and I like Marty Smith, why I don't 100% listen to him when it comes to music. Like I said, I like Marty Smith. I'm a big fan of Hardy. In that interview, he mentioned the fact that Hardy co-wrote the song Up Down that was Morgan Wallen featuring Florida Georgia Line. He called it, and I quote, that's a great song. Anytime, you can say that's a fun song. You can say it's an infectious song. You can say you like the song. But anytime someone says that's a great song, you're just wrong. Sorry. So he, <laughs> his opinion on what is considered a great song got knocked down a couple pegs after that. Marty is an incredibly positive human being. And so um, that's why he's not on a podcast called Ms. Warren Reckless. True. <laughs> I believe his podcast is called Marty Smith and Circles America. It makes everybody feel better. <laughs> short, short for Marty Smith's America. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's Alabama. I prefer Alabama. Alabama was playing. Actually, this week I was driving to church. I just took a video of it. And then I was like, they don't need this at 9.45 in the morning. They've heard Alabama on the radio before. I was just excited because I was in Annapolis and they were playing it on the country station. And I was like, the fact that we're going to get Alabama playing on the country station up here at 9 in the morning is pretty tough. So it is what it is. Y'all have voted Alan Jackson in, whatever. We, you guys have voted wrong in this past. So we'll move on. Um, hopefully we can make some better decisions here in the future. So uh, for the sports bracket. Coming back. <coughs> <laughs> we have um yeah duck season was that was the killer anyways whatever um bougie podcast we have <laughs> i think i know what might win here uh the four seed saturday in the grove be very specific we are talking about the experience of tailgating at old miss and everything that accompanies that if you have not uh seen of this or heard of this just know that um well, there are places that have bigger stadiums and there are places that have be uh, better teams. I believe the saying down there, besides Hotty Toddy, is uh, we never lost a party. And that is damn straight. <laughs> so we have that experience um, going up against a well-respected man who was uh, very feared this weekend. We thought maybe his driver was going to win the most Daytona 500s of all time in uh, Joe Gibbs, of Gibbs Racing and of uh, pre-Logan um, being on this earth Redskins fan. So <laughs> Logan, we'll start with you because uh, we started with you last time. Dustin, we'll start with you. Joe Gibbs or Saturday in the Grove? Uh, I mean, you know, this is a personal bias uh, bracket and a personal bias thing. Um, and I love Mr. Gibbs. Love him quite a bit. I mean, he had a lot of success uh, either before I was born or while I was a little child as well. Wish some of that would have come a little bit later in my life, but I guess we can grump about that another day. Um, I do like the man a lot. He 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 just encapsulates kind of what you want out of a human being. However, last year we went 
we went with tailgating and you know what i'm going with tailgate let's just let's just see if we can ride this horse all the way again to get in tailgate and win one more year in a row back-to-back title champion going saturday in the grove who wouldn't want to have a little fun down there have a few drinks you know have yourself a time who cares if they win or lose because i don't cheer for your team anyway <laughs> i believe the saying is win or lose we still lose <laughs> yeah well that's that's on shirts in chicago too but you know true uh all right oh, it's a vote for the grove morgan you seem less than thrilled with dustin's opinion let's go to you next uh, I, I don't disagree with with the route and uh, <laughs> i'd be awesome to go tailgating down there i it's on my bucket list it, it truly is of things to do in life with that said um I mean, Southern 64, I did. Mr. Joe Gibbs, I mean, he's from North Carolina. The man has won three Super Bowls with three. I'm not going to go through the whole. If you want to know what he did, listen to it last week. Um, but, no, nah, I'm going Joe Gibbs. Sorry. and it, it, You can call it biased or not. I've, I'm sticking with Mr. Gibbs on this one. Personal bias. Life is personal bias. People need to stop pretending like there's not bias in everything. There's bias in everything. <laughs> Own your bias. That's that should be uh, that'll yeah, be on our next T-shirt that we put man out. with multiple championships in two different sports. <laughs> I like it, Morgan. It's probably why he's made it so far. All right. Got the fear of God. <laughs> he puts the fear of God in other people at the racetrack. I can tell you that. Logan, what say you? Are you going to own your bias? Maybe that'll be our catchphrase going forward. <laughs> so, I mean, I always own my bias. Just look at my article on the logos that you guys shit on last week. But, um, yes. Like, so it may be sacrilegious to say as someone who identifies as a Washington fan, and Joe Gibbs is a fantastic, <laughs> uh, fantastic human being and a legendary Redskins coach. But the reality is, most of that happened before I was even born, right? And look, yes, he's from North Carolina. That as, the, as I think, if I'm doing the math correctly, I'm the one who's resided in this state the longest of anyone who's on this podcast right now. So does, the, don't think that doesn't uh, affect me. I'm like, hey, he's from North Carolina. That's awesome. He's been successful. Great Redskins coach. This wasn't even close for me. Saturday in the Grove, baby. Tailgating. Back-to-back, like Dustin said. It's, we're going back-to-back again. I, I want to go party down there, hotty-totty down uh, at Ole Miss. It just looks like a good time. Tailgating is one of my favorite things in the whole world. So, you know, give me an experience like that over, not, not to diminish it, but a coach that had his best years before I was even a twinkling in my mama's eye. So, yeah, Saturday in the Grove. <laughs> go ahead, Angle. Just, just call it what it is, and let's move on to the next one. Sure. I mean... <laughs> We're going to the next topic, this. Because <laughs> yeah, I, know what, I know what Angle's doing. As soon as Dustin said Saturday in the Grove, I knew which way Logan was going to go. I said, well, we may as well get the dissenting opinion. And while you were talking, I was, I was writing in Saturday in the Grove. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, next, next round. Come on. Hey, anytime need, you can get a we, chance we to hang out with Ray Thompson and Lane Kiffin in one weekend. Look, look at Carpet Bag. We don't need your answer. Move on. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to make tailgating great again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, watch this, Morgan. Want to see a great segue in the business? All right. So we're going to move on from drinking in the Grove to Southern drinks. See what I did there? See how they're connected? (laughs) (laughs) So we have the number one seed, the old-fashioned. Uh, versus the number two seed, which can basically also be called old fashioned, which is a mint tulip. So we uh, we went chalk on this bracket, literally. We went the one in the four seed, the two in the three seed, and then we went the one versus the two seed here. So uh, apparently, Southerners are uh, are very particular about their drinks, and we seeded this appropriately. I thought you were gonna say apparently Southerners are alcoholics, but anyway, go ahead. There's that too. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. It's so facto, old-fashioned dementia. <laughs> um, I'll throw my money behind 
one of these. They both have variations on bourbon. So I don't know. Uh, let's go with Dustin. Dustin, what do you think? And then we'll go Logan next. Switch the water. Hey, no question. Why Dirty parties. Brett makes a good mean one. Got to go mint julep. Again, personal bias here, baby. I'm all about that mint julep over the old passion. And I'm gonna I'm gonna own my personal bias. You do that. And I had lots of good times with the mint julep and Brett. Mint julep. It's easy. Fair enough. Get your Logan. flower hat too. Yeah, I'm gonna own my bias too. Old fashioned. I mean, never had a mint julep, so until I do, I couldn't give a shit about it. I've had an old fashioned, I like them. Old fashioned. Oh man, the best part about this is when you guys just repeat your arguments two weeks apart. <laughs> angle, I think you need to go next. Angle, I'll go last. All right, fine. Um, I'll be honest. This is a pretty easy one for me, and it's not even close. Um. It's the old fashioned. And the reason why is because you can only have an old fashioned any time of the year and you can have it any place. You can have it through the winter. You can have it through the spring. You can have it through the summer. You can have it at any bar you walk into. Anybody knows how to make an old fashioned. Um, no disrespect to the mint julep. I extremely enjoyed my time in Louisville. I would like to go back if they'll have me after I've just shit on their drink, which they probably won't. But this is a Southern podcast, as we pointed out last week. We're not even sure if Kentucky's in the South. But we'll claim them for the Derby because, as Dustin pointed out, it's a hell of a time. Uh, we'll claim them for the bourbon, which goes into the old-fashioned. But, again, this is a conversation about drinks, not about Kentucky. And so, therefore, it's the old-fashioned. Morgan? Well, first off, if we're not being invited back to towns after we shit on them, then you might as well go ahead and put a roadblock around St. Louis because they sure as aren't letting us back in that <laughs> Well, going to own my personal bias on that, too. I'm not going back. So exactly. go ahead and put that roadblock up. You could you could build a brick, build a brick wall around that shit for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, enough about that shithole. Um, on to two good drinks. <laughs> Both are really good. Um, like like Angle said, an old fashioned you can have any time of the year, any season, all day long. Um, it's a perfect drink, you know. Uh, and they got the mint julep. It's uh. The Derby drink. I mean, what else can you ask for when you're watching the Derby? But uh, I gotta go what old fashioned. Gotta go old fashioned. All right. I, I love I love a good old fashioned. Get that cigar. Sit out at the bay. Watch the sun go down. I like it. That sounds like a sounds like a uh, an experience that needs to be had this year. Maybe a little, is, maybe a little Bruce Hornsby in the background. Oh, too soon. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we, I think we just figured out what, what will happen to Cabin Weekend. See, the problem with the old fashioned, the sunset, the bay, and the Bruce Hornsby is that none of us, well, maybe one of us, who's more responsible, will be able to stop at having one of the old fashions. The problem uh, is no, when you start no. stringing four of them together. No, I think we'll end up killing up what a bottle before we're done <laughs> all right well the old the old fashion is going to move on in this one uh apologies in advance to the state of kentucky but uh at the same time uh we're owning our personal bias and there's a whole lot of offensive things that got kicked out of this bracket <clears throat> like alabama so alabama and mid julep you're in good standing so uh all right we'll move on to the last one and that is the Southern Sayings. And I am interested to see because these moved on last week with a very easy vote because we only had three people. I'm interested to see. Really don't want another one of those ugly ass coin flips going on here. What? Exactly. <laughs> you picked up what I was laying down. So we've got the two seed, quit being ugly, versus the four seed, do what now? Good luck. Logan, we'll start with you. Do what now? Easy. Why? I use it all the time. I mean, it's something that's a part of my normal everyday vernacular. So do what now? Dustin, we'll go right in order. Do what now? I use all the time. Love it. Um, probably will use it forever. Can't imagine I'll stop. Quit being ugly. 
I find very useful. I believe I'm going to find very useful in years to come. <laughs> Look over at my little lady and be like, hey, quit being ugly. And then she'll know, hey, stop that shit. And then she's going to look at you and say, do what now? (laughs) She might. Good one. So we got a couple of of good ones here. Y'all didn't do too bad picking this bracket last week. But again, owning my personal bias. It's my new mantra here. And I'm going to go with do what now? All right. You're going with the long time use. As opposed to the limited use. I like it. Yes. That's, a, that's a lifetime membership to do what now? I'm going to be using that forever. To quit being ugly, that, that has an expiration date. It's interesting. That's the same logic I use for the old fashioned versus the mint julep. <laughs> Nobody, drinks <laughs> mint julep. Nobody drinks mint julep on the 4th of July. <laughs> but you could. You could. You could. You choose not to. It's true. It's everything's everything in life is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morgan, what do you got? Quit being ugly or do what now? Oh, you know, I've used them both. I've used one of them all the time. The other one I've heard quite a bit. Quit <laughs> being ugly. Usually, after you hear that, you knew at some point later in the day when you were not out in public where it was said to you. Uh, you were hoping that maybe they're not going to remember that being said to you and why it was said to you, but you just knew that that uh, stern talking or ass whooping was, was coming at some point. Um, but with that said, uh, do what now or, or do what? And in the same variation, I've used majority of my life. Uh, most people understand what you're meaning when you say it and you get around fancy folk and they think you don't know how to speak proper english um oh good but uh but i uh i go do what now that that's my that's my my jam all right cool that's gonna push do what now through um america if you can't see your bracket that means that we have uh pay attention this may happen for march madness we have the one seed old fashioned. And then we have three, four seeds Saturday in the Grove, Alan Jackson and do what now? So maybe there's a little something going on there. Four of us, four seeds. I don't know, but um, this is an easy one for me. It's do what now Um, we've talked at length in the past um, about this. And it's very simple for me. Uh, Do what now is something I would actually say, but being ugly is something I would not say. I would certainly not say that to my wife. I would certainly not say that to, a lot of the other people that are currently in my life. Although if I keep going on this grumpy train, I feel like I'll be about 71 here in about six months. So uh, I hear that once you get old, you're allowed to be grumpy. So now I can, maybe I can just tell all these young whippersnappers that don't like my halftime shows, quit being ugly. So <laughs> in the meantime, do what now? That's a unanimous vote. Right. So that's it. We got, did I already say I'm Alan Jackson, Saturday in the Grove, old fashioned and do what now? So next week it's Alan Jackson versus tailgating. The old fashioned versus do what now? All right. That's our final four next week. Tune in miserable and reckless. Check out the final four matchup. All right. Moving into what we're calling our little Debbie chat, because I ran across this awesome graphic here um, on Twitter, the cesspool that that social media app is. Um, It's courtesy of Barstool Sports. They put together these things sometimes, let uh, get some social media interaction to see what people choose. And I saw all of these things and I was just like, I remember eating almost every single one of these at some point in my life, if not pretty recently. And um, I, I was like, this is a great podcast topic. So I sent it to the guys and then, then you know, Ryan's response of which I'll let him explain. But it that's why we're bringing back another segment of three Southerners and a carpetbagger. So what is the greatest Little Debbie product of all time? Ryan, explain the context of you not knowing any of these things. Shameful. Oh, you, Shameful. Uh, as because as we mentioned, my work is so ugly. Um, oftentimes at the end of the day, I like to go for a walk. I like to go for a walk with my wife. Sometimes we just bitch about our coworkers and the things that we're forced to do for money. Um, other times we just enjoy, you know, being out and about without our phones. And so I came back about an hour and a half later to one of these, you know, 
look at your phone and you're like, all right, someone sent a meme again. Hold on. Let me, let me respond appropriately that I, I, I received this. And uh, about an hour and a half after you'd sent it and I looked at them and I was trying to be, you know, I was in a good mood, just got back from a walk. And so I sent what I thought was a, a polite and appropriate response, which was, hey, I don't, I don't really know a lot of these, but I guess for me, it would be the Christmas trees because those are the only ones that I really recognize. And then I said, on second thought, I, I guess, I guess maybe I recognize the nutty buddies from like a high school cafeteria. Apparently this is a massive problem that I don't know the difference between. (laughs) I'm calling this discussion though. Why don't you eat Twinkies like the rest of us discussion? That's the problem because Twinkies aren't hostess. That's hostess, not little Debbie. Don't mix the two. They are not the same thing. One is an inferior product and the other is just delicious. So I went and discussed this with my wife, who is from farm country, Delaware. And apparently she knew all about these things. She mentioned that there's another supplier of these snack cakes called Tasty Cakes. And I don't know how they play into all of this nonsense, but I just, I, this is, uh, my parents gave me carrots when I was a kid or government cheese. And that was our big snack. So like, I wanted I to know. ask you, what is government cheese? Government cheese is, the, is, it's not good. It's not from the government. It's how Robert Kraft made all his, <laughs> oh. how he made all his money. I actually don't, to be fair, I don't know if that's an offensive thing, but that's, they called it in middle school. And it's the craft, it's the craft singles that are individually ah. wrapped, the squares. I went to a, interesting middle school so i don't i actually now that i'm saying that i don't know if on the internet i don't know if that's (laughs) (laughs) sorry if it is all right so so let me run down what's on the little debbie list of awesomeness um for those that are just on audio we have nutty buddy oatmeal cream pies glazed donuts iced honey buns birthday cakes swiss rolls personal favorite of mine honey buns not not iced honey buns just regular honey buns Chocolate cupcakes, frosted donuts, chocolate marshmallow pies, zebra cakes, Christmas tree cakes, cosmic brownies, and powdered donuts. All right. So, guess the question is, which one? Um, well, actually, Dustin, I think you probably should explain the difference as to why we all knew it and he didn't. I mean, it's the title of the segment: Three Southerners and a Carpetbagger. Carpetbagger doesn't understand good. Good snack food when it hit him in the face. What are, what are we going to do about it? There's nothing we can do about that. What I can tell you is every single one of us grew up with a snack cabinet in the house. <laughs> and in that snack cabinet were some delicious treats. Oh, yeah. Now, you might have got a little overweight. Maybe your sugar got a little high. But you were satisfied. I mean, we had all of this in our house. And like, not all of it at one time, but our own rotation, it was available to eat. And if you went to gas station and you uh, were getting a snack, you often pick one of these. And it may be a local brand every now and then, or somewhat more like regional brand. But most of the time, it was Little Debbie. I mean, Little Debbie's the king, or is it the queen? She the queen? Something like that. And Green when you go into the store... Yeah, I mean, I just remember going into the gas station, mm-hmm. and you got the uh, the big cooler with the ice, and they got the mellow yellows in there, and your parents were like, "Well, those are eighty eight cents." They're on they sale, was. so you got to get they're the drinks on sale. On sale. So you got to get those. So you would get the eighty eight cent mellow yellow, and then you'd get you know whatever one, whatever was your desire. Did you want the honey bun? Did you want the oatmeal cream pie? Whatever it was. So, you know, that's really the like backstory here is like we had it in our houses we got it when we picked it up at the gas station sure we ate it all sorts of other times <clears throat> whereas the uh the gentleman from up north didn't quite have the same experience as we did so just and you know one thing that should be pointed out too even at when you go to a gas station some of these come in deluxe versions so you're not getting just like the little ones with like for best example is the oatmeal cream pies. You got you got the little ones oh, yeah. and the bigger ones you can get at a grocery store. You go to a gas station, you can get the double decker oatmeal cream pies. You're basically oh, yeah. taking in the calorie intake of like a Big Mac, but it is worth it. <laughs> like it is so good. It's like and you know it's Nick Saban approved. Just saying, but the, 
Like the, the double decker. Yeah. Double decker two oatmeal cream pies. So, that's that's a real thing. He two oatmeal cream pies every single day and the man is a he is a champion among champions. So is it is it coincidence? Morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola and oatmeal cream you. pies. <laughs> I, w- I will say we can get into this into what we actually think about this in a minute. I was kind of like, man, it feels like some things are missing. I don't see fudge round. I don't see the raisin they got the, cream pies. The raisin, yeah. So they yeah. had these. Grandma used pies. to have those in that little snack drawer. Oh yeah. So also, by the way, our grandparents had them in their oh, snack drawer too. Pecan so. twirls. Pecan twirls. Not there. Or, that's, or that's an elite snack. Pinwheels, as they pinwheels. called in the old days. Um. Yeah, and then the. Uh, the little chocolate chip ones with the cream. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they those were those are not on this list. And then th- there's different kinds of brownie. So the brownie on here, I think, is the cosmic brownie. Cosmic you can brownies. get the brownie with uh, nuts on it instead. You don't have to get the cosmic brownie. Yeah. Um, What's the difference? The cosmic sprinkles. those sprinkles are chocolate. So you're, t- you're putting chocolate on yeah. top of chocolate. It's just colored. Huh. Yeah. The other ones have nuts. Yeah, it's okay. just like a little like peanut or something, on, or not a peanut, but some kind of like almond or something on top. So, oh, and uh, the Star Crunch. Mm-hmm. Where's the Star Crunch? It's basically like a almost like a crispy rice crispy treat, but it's like covered in chocolate. So. Little Debbie's undefeated. Yeah. At what? Uh, Obesity. <laughs> 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 at bringing tasty goodness into your life as a child we had yeah. we used to and to further dustin's point we didn't just have a snack cabinet where we had one that that was what we had on rotation we'd have about two or three different ones and oh, if yeah. we uh, for instance i used to love the swiss rolls when i was a kid i will give you a little uh trick on these put them in the refrigerator get them cold Ooh, fantastic but <laughs> those those i uh, used to be my favorite because i love chick- uh, chocolate as a child Swiss rolls were I love, but I used to hide those sons of bitches because every single time, be about midnight, my dad would wake up, his glasses would be off, he'd be walking into the uh, kitchen half awake, and if you didn't hide them, they would be gone. Or if it was the last one, he would take and bite about half of it and put it back in there like I wanted to eat the rest of it. So we used to not only have multiple snacks, we had to hide our snacks in certain cabinets to keep it away from people in the middle of the night. And, and I mean, this happens to this day, actually, but uh and our dad would be like when he would be like oh i need to be healthier Susan, you need to hide these you need to hide these you shouldn't just have them in the cabinets like that and then he'd go around late night after he woke up from his uh after he fell asleep on the like couch or something and he's getting ready to go to bed he'd always want to have him a snack before he went to bed and he'd go searching through the cabinet you're hearing rifling through the cabinet like, where'd you hide them so why'd you make them so hard to find <laughs> He didn't get smart and just keep his own in the truck or something. He could just wander out and get him. Well, trust me, to this day, they still stop by the gas station. And there, if you look at our uh, snack cabinet now, it's much uh, smaller than it used to be. But if you go home, there are always at least two to three double-decker oatmeal cream pies in the drawer in their kitchen right now. From from the gas station. But the, ta- tell, the like, tables have turned. Individually marked. The tables have turned because these days when I go home, I'm the one that steals them in the middle of the night. <laughs> After you pass that on the couch. And then I wake up and before I go to bed, I go through and I take one of the double decker oatmeal cream pies. Uh, it was, it was like a ritual. It's, it's, I mean, he, my dad still, our dad still snacks kind of late night. So, you know, not, hey, it's what it is. I'll have a thing. But, all right. Morgan, you got any, you got any affinities for, any of these? Any childhood memories or adult oh, memories? Man. Oatmeal cream pies every day after school. My favorite. <laughs> and of course, Christmas time rolls around. You got those uh, Christmas trees, the sprinkles. Oof. Yeah. I used to love when those, those came out. Was, those would go pretty quickly in our house. I think they had, what, four or five to a box? Something like Not enough. If you took one, <laughs> so we had enough. We had three kids. I remember that. Well, yeah, that's obvious because they're still alive. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Anyways, long story short is uh, you always knew when somebody took the extra one because they take one and then they try and sneak the other one. And it was like, well, uh, hey, uh, the math was bad on that one because the three kids, if you each get one, there should be one left over in the box. So then we had to have a family meeting about who stole the Christmas tree. Because uh, <laughs> values and principles matter. And my family. Just say someone ate it. Just make the other one in your pocket. <laughs> well, there whatever. All right. So, I remember. All right. So let's get into what we think are the greatest Little Debbie product of all time. So, Morgan, do you have a. Is it still, as a kid, it was oatmeal cream pies? Is it still oatmeal cream pies? Or have you changed your mind as if you've gotten older? Oh, it's still oatmeal cream pies. I love oatmeal cream pies. The little ones or the big ones? Because the little ones are just enough to piss you off. Not the big ones. <laughs> yeah, the big ones. Definitely. Have you guys heard of whoopie pies? Do you know what I was talking about when I sent those over? I, I do not know who that is. I have to figure carpet, out. Just buy some carpet bagger snack. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't swear by them. I'm not from Pennsylvania. They're a Pennsylvania thing. My uh, brother had a roommate at the Naval Academy, and uh, he was from Pennsylvania, and he used to come back with them all the time. That's the only reason I know about them. But I'll, I'll look up and figure out offline what the difference is between a whoopie pie and an oatmeal cream pie. I wonder if it's the same thing and they just call them different. But you can get them at like Sheets and Wawa's and stuff only in Pennsylvania on the way to like Pittsburgh and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are some other brands of oatmeal cream pies out there that I've had. There's a couple of them that are not bad, but they do taste distinctly different. The Little Debbie ones are much sweeter, which is a good thing. <laughs> but they're uh, much sweeter. The other ones are a little bit, they can be a little bit harder, like the uh, oatmeal part. This one's pretty soft, but um, uh, that's it. That's a good pick, Morgan. I can't fault you on that. All right, Dustin, what is your pick for greatest Little Debbie of all time? I, I will say in, in defense of the other brands, and I can't remember the brand that was in most gas stations around home growing up, but it may have been Lance. I'm thinking Lance because that's what comes to the tip of my tongue. Yeah, like Lance, I think, made oatmeal cream pies. I liked their version a lot because it was actually more oatmeal. Like, the cookie was more oatmeal mm -hmm. whereas Little Debbie was just more sugar. Yeah. Didn't yeah. have as much cream in the, I think, Lance version versus the Little Debbie's. It didn't, no. But the cookie was, like, tasted more like oatmeal. Yeah. So, for whatever it's worth, America, if you see Lance, when you're in the gas station getting your 88 cents Mellow Yellow, give it a shot. See what you think. <laughs> all right so on this i mean i would probably have to pick do some kind of ranking system on this because there's just too many good ones um i'm not much on the donut donuts suck. Donut. i was i was glad you said that all the donuts suck you there are better brands out there yeah i mean you want a donut go to krispy kreme yeah you know like what are you why are you Brits, eating donuts Brits wants their shirt back yeah, well, I mean, you get you have to literally be in one place in the world to get those. So, you know, um, so I would say on that, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the donuts. A lot of the the cakes weren't always really my favorite either. Those, I mean, you talk about sugary, they're sugary. But like the birthday cake, the zebra cakes, the, even the Christmas trees, I always thought they were a little, a little much. Um. You know, we never really got the cupcake. So I'm no. not too qualified to speak on the cupcakes, but I imagine that they're in line with what you'd expect from from everything else. Um so what what is that where does that lead? Basically all the chocolate. Marshmallow chocolate. And the honey buns. So nutty buddies, I like them, but they're not number one. I think you got to be in the mood for them. You want a little crunch and you want a little peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. I'm a big peanut butter man. I can appreciate them. They're probably top five or four. I'll put them in there somewhere. If I were seeding the tournament, they'd be a four or five. Piece. So it's a good mid tier snack. Good mid tier snack. It, it's like a change like of it. pace. It's, a, it's an off speed pitch of Little Debbie. Yeah. And then you it's get two you... in a package, too. Oh, so yeah. there's a bonus. Yeah, you get two. Yeah. Yeah. You get two. And and yeah, it's it's when you're not looking for something overly sweet. You know, you want something a little different, a little crunch to it, good stuff. I 
alone, just alone in the package, and not necessarily Mr. Brownie, but I do like the brownie. Cosmic brownies. Yeah. You know, I prefer the the nut brownies or the cosmic brownies, but whatever. I'm not being picky here. Um, I was a cosmic guy. You take the, I mean, they're all right. I mean, chocolate on chocolate, you're you're doubling the chocolate. That's good. I like, I prefer the crunch of the nut to go with the brownie, especially if you can't have something else with the brownie. Just eating the brownie. Then I want the, I want the nuts on it. But here's what I like to do with the brownie. Take the brownie. Get yourself a bowl, unwrap it from that wrapper, toss it in there, microwave about 15 seconds. Not too much, not too little. You just want to get warm. Then you got to get yourself over to the refrigerator, get you out some ice cream, dump a little bit of that on top, and you got yourself a little sundae. So that's what, how I enjoyed my brownies over the years. Danny still kind of laughs at me that I'm like, hey, we can get this and, you know, eat up brownie and put some ice cream on it. She's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, this is what I did in my entire life. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And these brownies so, are like, are like gooey too. They're not like they they break, like when they have those damn sugar-free brownies, like screw those. You know, these are like the best like prepackaged brownies you can get because they're gooey. Like they don't oh, yeah. just fall apart when you have to, you have to actually bite down and put some effort to bite into it. It's not going to just break apart and fall into little crumbles. Yeah, these these things there are brands that you can get non little Debbie brands that are dry and awful. Yep. So if you see those sitting on the shelf, go little Debbie. Don't don't skimp. Don't get generic. Get little Debbie if you want the brown. So I put them in there a little bit above the nutty buddy, but you know. Not at the top of the list. So where that's kind of leading me towards is I got to make a choice. I got to make a choice between the honey bun or I got to make a choice between the oatmeal cream pie. And quite honestly, it depends on the day. Where are the Swiss rolls? The Swiss rolls I put in kind of the the camp of the sweet stuff. Yeah, Swiss rolls were were more my thing than Dustin's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's all sweet. Look, it's all sweet. Let's not be, you know, foolish here. But the thing is, sorry, that's I threw more you like off. A cake. That's okay. more like a cake. Okay. And I, and, and I put that in the category with the cake. Okay. Whereas the the honey bun. All right, so let's let's talk about the honey bun for a minute. Now the honey bun, you got iced honey buns, and you got the glazed honey bun. I can kind of figure out what kind of person you are when you choose the honey bun. If you're picking the glazed honey bun, you don't make good choices as much. You always go ice. Always ice. It it doesn't matter what the situation is. There's no situation that you should be walking out of the store. If it's the food line, if it's the gas station, whatever, don't walk out with the glazed honey bun. That's just a bad choice. You literally could have done anything else and, and on, been better off. On top of that, the little dumb, little uh, Debbie glazed honey buns, like when you get them, they have this weird little stupid looking goo on the glazed ones that oh, sink yeah. to the bottom it's of gross. the package. You don't yeah. want that. You don't All want to get that. It's plastic. gross to look at. It's gross to taste. It's a weird texture. Mistake. Yeah. Mistake if you pick a glazed honey bun. You do not want it. Whereas the iced honey bun. Yes, sir. That's where it's at. And you, I, I tell you what, you know, this is a little maybe sacrilegious as we're having a, a little Debbie conversation, but you can even get the off-brand ones, and they're still pretty good. This is true. So if you're going generic, you know, you don't want to buy the name brand, I suggest the honey, the iced honey bun. So we got iced honey bun, now that we understand where we're coming from, and we got the oatmeal cream pie. It's like choosing between your children. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I think America's favorite. One child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't choose. He's like, or so So, I've been told. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. People tell you. So, uh, or maybe it's easier for parents than they say. Maybe that's just a statement they say. If I have another child, I'll let y'all know how that works out. Um, 
but the uh be like that child there is the glazed honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> and that one right there iced honey, iced honey bun. And good lord, here comes the oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think if you were to ask America, like oatmeal cream pie is one. We all know that. There's even a cereal now that's an oatmeal cream pie. Um, so on on most days, I'd probably go with the oatmeal cream pie if I got to pick one of these. But you know, you hit me right. That ice honey bun's hard to beat. So. So I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, and I haven't tried to tell you whether it's good, but Little Debbie has just come out with pint-sized uh, ice cream, oatmeal cream oh, pie goodness. ice cream, Swiss roll ice cream, Nutty Buddy ice cream. I think they have Cosmic Brownie ice cream. Like, it's worth trying, like, honestly, because it, if it's even nearly as good as what the snacks are and you, you have an ice cream for them, count me in. It sounds like I should have invented the... Uh, ice cream with the brownie mm-hmm. or you know i've been doing that for 20 plus years so gotta yeah i'll have to check that out also strangely enough i hear like the nutty buddy one I'm like that kind of makes sense they're like different enough so that could be good mm-hmm. so all right learned something new here i didn't know they were doing this yeah i we, i just discovered it the other day but you know, surprisingly enough my list is not gonna be that different from dustin's but real quick i want to go through the ones that are absolute trash Birthday cakes, trash. <laughs> Donuts, all three versions, trash. Chocolate cupcakes, trash. Chocolate marshmallow pies, trash. Now, I have to give a special shout out to the Christmas tree cakes and the zebra cakes just because these are the ones that my grandma would have in her house and she True. would give us at Christmas time the Christmas tree ones. But just because it reminds me of going, you know how the, there's a country song that says, like, you, you know, the smell of grandma's house? It, it's like when I see a zebra cake and I taste a zebra cake, it reminds me of being eight years old and sneaking into the pantry. And taking a zebra cake. She had those. It's good memory for me. The much like Dustin said, the nutty buddy here, good off speed pitch, essentially. It's like you want something different, nutty buddy's there for you, but it's a mid tier, it's a B plus player. Let's call it what it is. B plus player. Now, I like the ice tiny buns, but they're not up on my list as high as Dustin's. Um, the cosmic brownies, I'm a big fan of those. I went through a phase for about two years where I was eating the shit out of those when I was a kid. Um, I think it was also the summer That's that I put true. on twenty pounds. But that's the true story. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes down to two for me: the Swiss rolls and the oatmeal cream pies, and they almost couldn't be any more different. One's chocolate. Like for if you haven't had the Swiss rolls, imagine a Twinkie but with chocolate instead, and it's a million times better. It's a Swiss roll. Yeah. Put it in the fridge, elite. That was the my favorite snack when I was a kid. It, it was unmatched, unbeaten Swiss rolls. But as I've gotten older and I've gotten wiser. Some things change. I still appreciate a Swiss roll. I love them. They're the first love of my life when it comes to uh, sweets. But these days, it's undoubtedly the oatmeal cream pies. And not just any oatmeal cream pie. Like, don't get me wrong. I will never turn down a small oatmeal cream pie, a bigger oatmeal cream pie. But for me, the, the bell of the ball, so to speak, is the double-decker oatmeal cream pie you get at any gas station. Oh, yeah. You talk about that, yes, oh my gosh. Like, it's so good to make you almost want to slap your mom. That, that's one of those things is like different snack categories, different brand. Who in the hell is buying the thin Oreos or the regular Oreos? Yeah. When you get the double stuff sitting right there on the shelf. And, Who's doing that? And the best part about the double deckers, it's not like you're just like with an Oreo where you're just increasing the, the amount of uh, cream filling. You get a, a separate oatmeal thing in the center of it. You get, you get another oatmeal layer. Like, come on. Tell me you don't want yeah. that. Just doesn't make you salivate thinking about it. Yeah, I, I think Morgan's already going to the gas station to get one. <laughs> <laughs> so what? The next, uh, the next experience where we all get together. It sounds like we're getting a box of oatmeal cream pies and some red hot yes. dogs. Yes. Yeah, since, since the red hot dogs situation never happened. <laughs> yep. Yes. And we'll wash it down dogs. with some. 88 cent Mountain Dew or whatever. These are probably $2.88 for a can, but <laughs> same premise. Yeah. I missed it. You're what is it? Need... Uh, Mellow Yellow. 88 cent Mellow Yellow. No, it's, it's Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. <laughs> Mellow Yellow. Right. So yeah, we listen. can go off brand with the soda, but not with the cream pies. <laughs> Got it. All right. 
The but, soda is just an accoutrement to the main dish that is your little Debbie snack. And you're going to need those sweets after you eat them red hot dogs because they are pure salt. Yep. That's why they go together so well. They do. They go together so well. That's that's a meal of the South. That's a lunchtime. Well, at least it's not a song of the South because we already kicked that band out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I think right. that amongst the Let's three of it. us, it's kind of almost unanimous, though. Uh, I think we all either had it as a 1A, 1B, or just a number one, the uh, oatmeal cream pies. The only I thing I remember, America's choice. The only thing I remember about the, the Nutty Buddies is if you tried to grab them from the lunchtime cafeteria, I remember this. They would always melt. Yep, that's because they, they were not oh, kept yeah. in the right temperature. There's, a, yeah. there's an art to the little, little Debbie snacks. You have to keep it in the right temperature in the right environment for it to be at its best. That's and how you, you know it's oh, fresh. And cafeterias don't know what they're doing half the time. No. It's fresh. It's like it's fresh. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like vegetables. It's you know, you got to keep them at the right temperature, or otherwise yeah. they go bad. You put I don't it in know the wrong talking about, but I do know how a nutty buddy's supposed to be kept. Yep. That's another thing you could put in the fridge and it's good. Mm-hmm. Nutty buddy. Mm-hmm. Well. Maybe we'll do it when we all get together because there's no chance in hell if they're anywhere near as good as you guys think that they are, or if they're a late night snack that they're going to make it anywhere near guys' weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't. You would need to have those in a cooler in your car, yeah, because they would be, be gone. Because somehow we go through a half of a barrel of cheese puffs, and those things suck. <laughs> 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 That's cheese flavored insulation. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah i'm telling you it's it's a it's a good snack like all right i'll stick with my northern whoopie pies and we'll figure out the difference <laughs> whoopie pies that just sounds weird no thanks <laughs> so it's amazing that you guys uh what with your childhoods eating snack cakes for breakfast lunch and dinner uh also love sweet tea that's amazing that's really amazing <laughs> <laughs> i mean there was a time that i could eat them at the same, eat them and drink sweet tea at the same time you just dump them in the Causeway sweet tea that had about seven gallons of sugar. Hey, you in dip it. them. Causeway, like milk. What's you Causeway? Causeway was in Wrightsville Beach. There is a uh, uh, it, clo- it closed now. The guy used to make. First of all, he'd yell at you because he knew you were hungover. They had free coffee <laughs> out front. Hey, scream into the into the air to let you know. But uh, when they were making the the sweet tea, if you'd ever watch them do it, it was like pitcher after pitcher after pitcher and it was like where is the sugar going like they put five pitchers in the one pitcher like how is that like that physics that doesn't make sense and then they just swirl it around and and here's your sweet tea it was like yeah that's why diabetes in a glass awesome (laughs) we're in about all the wrong things man i'm getting old now i'm getting old and grumpy now i gotta worry about all these things (laughs) (laughs) yeah i hope you're enjoying life eating them carrots (laughs) <laughs> well you heard it here first folks miserable and reckless has dubbed oatmeal cream pies the very best little debbie it's unmatched unbeaten get yourself one today and preferably double decker all right well for this episode of miserable and reckless presented by the cold cans network i'm logan sitting here with morgan dustin and ryan and we will see you next time